Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Bravo. We're Black. Today is the pop culture episode. Mm -hmm. So we know that we had Miss Dana Omari on our last Bravo episode, which was really interesting. We got a lot of good feedback. She told us who got BBLs, who got lipo, who's natural, who's not natural, all that good stuff. We got so much good feedback. And of course, we've been following her for years. So it was nice to even talk to her about that. And now we got someone who introduced us to Dana Omari basically through his podcast. Like I was following her IG account, but it wouldn't be without Ryan uh, that I would ask her to come on the podcast. We have our bestie, Brian Bailey. How the hell are you, Brian? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. What's up with you guys? You guys were just on my show on Friday and I got so many good compliments about that show. Listen, yeah. thanks oh for God. having us and thanks for joining us now. What I want to know too, what was your your screen name on that show? Because I did say we were gonna address you as that screen name. Wait, screen name on what show? On on your podcast. Your name oh, it was something by, it, oh it was like Ryan uh drop it with Ryan Oh Ryan it yeah, yeah, drop it with Ryan, <laughs> drop it with Drew. Sorry, yes. Drew. I don't want to offend you. I am not so we I, have sorry, I know drop you're it with Ryan on we today. Drop it with Ryan for our pop culture episode. Yes. Who is a pop culture extraordinaire? He is on his shit all the time. He cares about this so much that he will literally record record at the brink of dawn because he's on the west coast when he has some important people on or he will record late as fuck when he has some people on the east Dude, coast like this yesterday is his was, life yesterday was in this is like my day yesterday uh was taking notes on the episode of roni and i like take out like full like transcript notes so i do that and that takes so long and then i recorded that for the patreon which is like an hour and a half and then I had to re-edit an interview that needed something taken out last minute. And so I was panicked about that. And then I took that out, fidgeted around. And then I did a whole Real Housewives of Orange County recap that I had taken notes for this weekend. So I was then up to like three in the morning. And then I had to do some like Instagram BS of like something for like a product or it was like a lot of, and it was weird. So I was like, I legitimately, I actually forced myself to take a walk yesterday. But then I, other than that, it was just, behind a mic where i was like oh my god my voice is actually getting hoarse and sore um and i was but at the same time you know if you had told me five years ago i would consider this i would have said oh my god that's the dream life that's that's the goal would be to do and that it still is the dream life because mm -hmm. you get people on that you've been wanting to talk to for a long time or you get people on that you didn't know that you needed that conversation with you uh you like you have people not just uh reality stars or you know people from instagram you also have people who are like really behind the scenes on shows letting us know like 
what really happened, how they filmed things, you know, um, these documentary people who produce these documentaries, like your show is just such a variety of guests mixed with also you just having a conversation with yourself and having conversation with us. And we don't even respond to you, but you, you, you still talk to us anyway. Well, that's the thing is that it really, truly, I do picture that conversation very specifically with people. Like I can see, see who I'm talking to a lot of the times, but the other thing that uh, is crazy is that even the amount I do, it's so much, it's still not enough. Like there's still always things to talk about. There's still always something happening. There's still something that is so fascinating. If you look to the left of something, you know, like, and when, when we all started out, it was that thing of, well, I can't get these big people, but I could get, I could probably, like, I remember getting, uh, what was his name? It was like Ace, like, he was like a security guard for uh, Giselle in one of the scenes of Potomac. Yeah, no, we were the first ones. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. but he was like, was All Star, what's his, what's his uh, Instagram name? He KBC was so great. Like KB. Yeah, yeah. So KB, KB. KB. He, but those people, those people just have just as great of a story that, that the right. stars do. And then if you then want to see how the sausage is made, as you get more into this, that's what's fascinating to me is how, because reality shows are so great, but at the same time, we're reaching this weird apex of like, there's only so much farther we can go unless there's like a hunger games element to it where people start which is kind of like stars on mars and like it's getting so crazy that like we know the setup usually so wouldn't it be more fascinating to hear more behind the scenes stuff and actual stories of what these people were really going through um but it is interesting because the more we get into it the more you see how much we all disagree you know, we can't really even seem to agree on basic things in pop culture. And that to me has been really interesting in the last five years to really watch is that usually we can unite on certain things. And now I feel like sometimes we're pushed further away from each other through this. Well, Bravo has had some instances lately where most people have united, like um, below deck, they had a situation. I love that. It's so good. I mean, I didn't love the situation. I love what happened. You love the the way that they reacted and everything, where, like, it was a guy, he was being creepy, and they told him to get the fuck off the boat. And it was a girl because, you know, guys can get sexually assaulted and sexually harassed, and they treated it equally. And they told her, basically, get the fuck off the boat. So uh, I saw a lot of great feedback on that. And then also with the whole Skundaval thing, Basically, that was one thing that brought us all together. Like, black, white, Roni fans, Roa fans, it didn't matter who you were. You were just like, this is some fucked up shit. Um, Is there anything that you want to see that has not been a reality show yet? I mean, really, my big thing, and I think we might have mentioned this last week, was I want to see, I truly believe you know, you have those Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo moments, but I want to see a blend of how these shows get made within the actual show. Like we have these moments on OC where Shannon's trying to rip her mic off and like, I'm not crazy. And we see the production. I would love to talk to production. I would love for production to get a talking head. I would love to try to blend or meld those two because we are grown up enough to realize we are watching something being filmed. And what now I think is so fascinating is this dance we see between 
people on screen trying to hide things and production trying to find ways to bring it out or the cast trying to find ways to bring it out and i think that dance is what's interesting to me now because you have people like shannon like i i i don't want to talk about my relationship it's private it's private and then it's like wait a sec no you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be talking about your life and that's the stuff that i would love to see the behind the scenes about and also i think it's so important for a lot of us who really lit like who really are watching and absorbing this but i do like to think about the production people as like remember this is just a job sometimes to people like we all we've all had those jobs where it's like you don't go to your job and you're like hell yeah this company's amazing a hundred percent you're just trying to get through the day and that's what i always think that's interesting is that like if you watch the scandal reunion that like that really buff producer dude that had to deal with sandoval in the parking lot he's like i don't want to be filmed dude i don't want to be filmed and he's like tom listen it's like that guy at the end of the day is just trying to get through the day he's not probably nearly as excited as a whole all of us are because he lives this this is his job he's just trying to get home and have a drink and get to the weekend i would watch every minute of that because we so badly want to know like what really happens during these moments and also what were they hiding during those moments that we now know is out just like with shannon taking her mic off okay well now we know that she's single from john so like what's the realty um yeah and then you feel kind of (laughs) cheated in those stories if you if you find out more stories from tmz and daily mail and things like that it's a nice addition to the show but it shouldn't be the show and i think with any reality show you now have to fight the cons- constant social media the constant uh, detective work of all of these like amazing accounts i mean people that are going so hard where it's like these guys go harder than sometimes the people that work on the show because like i said it's a job yeah. to them but some like for everybody else it is like detective work like people are going so hard in the paint for these things that that's the stuff that blows me away where I'm like, how does this, how do you make the show still exciting? Even though everything is being revealed potentially about these things before we even see it. So we already go into these things with this prejudgment, like prejudgment. Like we're already, we already see the, like we're already judging Schwartz's new bleached hair. We're already saying, I'm like, yo, yo, let, let, let's, let's actually wait till we see like what, what, what the decision making. Well, also, yeah, what, that. what, what weak moment in his life led him to do that? Like what cry for help? Like, don't ruin it for like, like, let's see what that natural thing is before we all give. I mean, me saying this is not going to amount to a hill of beans, but I just sometimes feel like we already pre have reactions for everything that when we actually see it, it's like that Lala hugging Sandoval at the beach. It's like, okay, yeah, that's weird, but I want to see how we get to that point. Like mm-hmm. I well, let's let's get to that point and then let's be mad or happy or sad. Like who fucking knows? Like Lala might have been in the middle of like trying to tackle Tom and it just looked like a hug. Like we don't know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I think that's I what think... made Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's what made like earlier seasons of Housewives of Atlanta, OC, Beverly Hills. That's what made it so great because we didn't really have that during that time. I would say that was a time where like social media was just getting started and we didn't have so many Bravo uh, pages and fan pages. So it was a it was a good time. Yeah. And then like we have to talk about the rise of the blogs because like that has been like a staple in a lot of 
the I'm gonna say it basically Atlanta and I would say Married to Medicine, a lot of the drama, even in the early seasons or the mid seasons, were like this blog said X, Y, and Z. The white shows really didn't have that. They were saying the blogs before OC and Blue House yeah. of Beverly Hills because we had sites like Lipstick Alley, we had <laughs> All About the Tea, like we had all these different blogs, and then it would go on the shade room, and then now we have more websites dedicated to more white blogs dedicated to these other uh, these other shows, and also we have now these amazing people who can find out your social security number from looking at a picture of you. Like it's it's yeah. great. No, I lost <laughs> I lost my credit card today, and I was like my lat like I had to reorder it because I and I needed it, and then I was just like shit. I should just like go online and say, Hey, can anybody, does anybody have access to my card number? Cause I just need the card number. And you know, right. one of these Bravo accounts would be able to get it for you immediately. And that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's scary as hell. And I think sometimes it takes <laughs> away that simple magic. Like if it just blogs, if it was just blogs, you had also even the Bravo blogs of these ladies writing like these shitty journal entries that would end up starting a fight, but it was just the blogs. And now you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have all of the, all of our podcasts, you have all of these things now being, fodder for these shows and i wonder what a really young person in their late teens early 20s they probably don't even watch bravo but are, i mean is this just normal for them because it just feels like at some point there's just too much to try to encapsulate in a show like you're always going to miss something the thing is i have you know like nieces and nephews and family members that are younger that are into you know, certain reality TV shows like Siesta Key or like even like the drama with um what's that one Netflix show that Chase Stokes is on and he was dating that girl Madeline. Oh, uh Madeline Klein. Yeah, you're talking yeah, about well, out, out well Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Okay. They're like that fan base and like I'm part of the Riverdale fan base, even though I'm the ages of the Riverdale cast, but you know, whatever, like Riverdale, like they have those shows that they stand, like we stand these reality shows and they do the same thing as us, except most of their shit is like on TikTok. And the only time that they use Facebook is literally to go in Facebook groups to interact and be like, yo, did you see that Chase Stokes posted this? So that means he's not with Madeline anymore or whoever he was dating at the same time. They're, they're just doing this, but they're doing it on different platforms in different ways. So it's just something that we all what? have. It's common. one of the things that it, it sucks about. One of the things that sucks about getting older is that, is that, you know, sometimes with those Outer Banks or The Summer I Turn Pretty or like all of those things is that like I genuinely appreciate if anybody has love for anything except for a few things that I think we could should all agree they suck. But like I'm like, yeah, I just wish that I was young enough to appreciate it. But we've lived through our other like we've lived through our version of Outer Banks. We've lived through. So we've had that experience, but it was just like a decade earlier. It was like, you know, and that's the thing is that you can see it and you're like, oh, that's so there's something so lovely about somebody getting like caught up in a show. And I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not saying that we can't do that with these shows, but the people it's that different. it really hits, they just, it's like falling in love for the first time. Your heart only feels that way once, 
you know, and your heart only gets fully broken for the first time once. And that feeling stays with you for the rest of your life. And with pop culture, that's the thing with us too, is that I think we always are chasing that high. We're always chasing those moments. And that's why I think things like Scandaball or like these kind of like phenomenons where you're like, oh, it's like making me feel something again. Like this is exciting. Yeah. I can actually pay it. Like I'm. it's waking me up from just the normal day in, day out of like going through a cut and paste housewives season. Hell yeah. We got some, um, just speaking of pop culture news before we get into our black excellence. Wait, 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 can I, wait, wait, black excellence. Speaking of that, I got to apologize (laughs) to everybody for the time I was on last time was that I had chose my (laughs) black excellence to be Lizzo. And I guess I, at the time, I did not know information that has now come to light. So I would like to uh, apologize and potentially take back my choice of black excellence for Lizzo. Uh, I'm very sorry. And uh, even though Beyonce is now saying Lizzo again at her concert, so that's good. Let's so I'm like, let's wait out. and see. We gotta see Definitely. You know, I've been you know, saying that. But see, this I is what I'm talking about. This is we immediately react. We Are immediately you your arms react. I am. I'm like, no, let her talk. <laughs> no, we have we, a bit. We immediately react to these things. So Lizzo, you can put that out, and within a couple of days, what took so long to work towards can really have a huge dent. Like it's not; she's definitely not over, and I think she's very talented. But it does it does hit like a huge dent out of nowhere in a week. It's kind of Absolutely. scary though, because I feel like people can just get up one day and just say something. True, regardless of if it's true or not, and people just go with the narrative, and, and they're like, "See, I told you about that." Bitch. Yeah, and it's like, "Well, damn! Like, what happened between yesterday and today?" That's why I want to apologize to everyone in advance um, for my past, anything that I ever did. Yeah, um, and I also want to apologize for things that I'm going to do because I know my temper and I know how I am. So, but has, any- <laughs> has anybody ever purposely. like just? Like, I would love if Lizzo was like, well, you know what? Some of this is true. I do. I'm like hard ass with those dancers because like it's my image on the line. So, yeah, like I like I would love it if people these days would be like, well, there's a little truth in that. And I guess you can't because there's lawsuits and money involved. But I do think there's interesting of like when people like what people have called me on things in the past. I'm like, yeah, man, like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And it leads me to be super weird in this way, this way, this way. But a lot of people will just say, no, that's blatantly not true. It's blatant. It's completely factually not true. And it's interesting is that I'm not saying this like Lizzo, there is truth or not truth, but it is interesting that we immediately go uh, either fully true or not true at all. When it's like, no, the answer probably it has shades of gray and it lies somewhere in between both of those things, because yeah. how can you police, how can you police how somebody else feels or how somebody, how you make somebody else feel? It's hard to police that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to police that. And then it's hard to also defend yourself without feeling like you are, you know, making up someone else feel, feel like they're lying. Like the whole Lizzo thing is crazy. Um, there's a lot going on with that, but at the same time, 
people are also saying, then why are you coming back for season two? Like, why, you know, there's just so many different things. And it's like, well, I have a job. I had a job where I hated it and I went back. So I kind of get that. Yeah, so there's yeah, just like, so seriously. much. I've worked at places for like years that I hated, like full on years. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, so come on, like, I think that we also then fail to realize, like, even though we live our own lives, we all of a sudden forget how life works. When it becomes like somebody that's in the press, we completely forget, like, they must live by different rules than we do. You automatically just accept that and you take away all kind of personalization. You're like, well, it would be different for me, but I'm a loser, broke person. But for this person, I don't know, it's very interesting to watch happen. I don't really want an apology for that Black excellence because what you did then was you were talking about not like really who she was as a, well, a little bit who she was as a person, but not who she was as a boss. You were talking about how, how amazing is it is that this black woman came out and she can play the flute. She can sing. She's talented. She's funny. She's, you know, um, representing for a lot of people. And that's what you were praising because you didn't know anything that was going in going around in the background. But what I do want an apology for is um, your standing of Tom Sandoval. You know what? Listen, we all make mistakes. Like, I feel like I need, you know what I should have done? I should have done a notes apology app post with the Tom Sandoval of like, after careful reflection, um, I do want to say, and like, listen, I love that about myself that I was so wrong. But at the same time, you're always you're right about a lot of things too. Bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, at this point, who knows? But then at but the I, same time, it was like you didn't know what was going he on. Made, I just... He made he made me feel like this is what's so funny about it. <laughs> the thing that's funny to me about it, and probably to other people, is that I really did love that dude, and it yeah. really I it felt. And this is how insane pop culture is, and that parasocial relationship is that you feel like. Man, I really love that dude. Like, I really that. But you that's were how... able to also meet him in person and yeah. see him in Ariana's dynamic, and you wouldn't think, like, I yo, what's did... going on in this house? So it wasn't your fault. So I hear you say on the podcast well, all the time that people come after you and you're like, oh, well, yeah. remember when you were doing? Just give him like the yeah, house. Like, I say, but give him grace. But see, that's the thing. Like people do like weirdly come out, like they'll be like, oh, this is the guy that da da da. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And like so that was it like is last year. You know, but like... they were they were showing Rachel Raquel and like I don't know, they're just following her around to grocery stores in Arizona. But my thing is with that, it's like, yeah, like that sucks. Like she did something horrible and, and has to pay the price, but also to have it such a public way. But at the same time, I knew Raquel Rachel a little bit, and I would say. I don't fucking need to forgive her. I'm like, I'm like, sorry. I'm still she like, that's a, fun, that's, that's a livid thing that she did. Like, and I was around the people that she did it with. Like, and I think that's, that's really gross. Like, and all like, so I'm like, I, I'm like, I totally understand it of like getting that much hate that much. Like that's gotta be a powerful feeling, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily take away my bad feelings of what she did and who she did it to. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to spend too much on that. I just wanted you to apologize for it, just because I've always hated Tom Sandoval. Um, oh wait, wait, can I tell you this though, real quick? Yeah, uh, I said this on my show. I think today was that um, I got a DM from Jax last night, and uh, Jax Taylor, and I was really concerned going to open it, and I was like, "Oh no, what could this be?" And that it was actually an invitation to something he's doing, but. 
it, it was just the flyer for it. It wasn't like, I'd like to see you there. It was just the flyer. And so I was like, it was just the thought That's of like, like Sonia. Sonia randomly like oh, DMs she tags- us a post or tags us in a post. And I'm like, tags me I just always cam- repost it. And I'm like, well, she tags me in her cameo stuff. And like, I'm like, do you want me to promote your cameo? Like, could you give me a little like direction of what context. you want from this? No, it's she like just completely no it's just like Ryan Bailey. <laughs> and, it, so- and by the way, it's really exciting. Like Sonia, it's exciting because you don't. I never think I'm going to get something angry from Sonia. But with Jax or other people, you're like, this could go a couple ways. Like before you <laughs> open it, you're like, as my mind prepared to deal with whatever this could be, because it could be good, it could be indifferent, or it could be really bad. Well, since you brought up Jax, we have the announcement of the villains show that we heard about a few months ago like it's officially been announced the cast and uh what's going on so it's called house of villains you meet the cast it's Jax taylor we all know why people hate Jax. it's corinne olympios she is from the Bachelor. bachelor And uh, she's considered a villain. I remember that she had a weird situation with the pool. Yeah, in the pool. That yeah. was that's tricky to even talk about because that was that was weird. Amarosa, I think we all know <laughs> what she's done to her, her spot. But we have Tiffany, New York. Uh, I love that one. Yeah, queen of all amazing. queens. Like I would not argue that she's a villain. I know that she has these iconic clips and bites and things like that. But I mean, if she wants to get that bag, go ahead and get that bag. And who but is also, next? Won't that be funny to? But won't that be funny to actually hear these people argue of like, I don't even think I'm that much of a villain. Like that'll be funny in itself. If Tiffany, like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. People, the real villains like Jack, Samarose, like they're the ones who's going to be like, I don't consider myself a villain. And it's like, hello, have you seen any of the seasons of your show? We also have Shake from Love is Blonde. Yeah, he's terrible. He He said some real stupid yeah, but I don't like the fact that we are giving him like promo. Yeah. But before him, we also have Johnny Bananas. I have heard this name too many times to count, and I don't even watch the challenge. I don't know who this guy really is. I don't know why. Oh, he's, he's, kind he's of iconic. He's like in... he's iconic in challenge. But tell me a like, little bit is... about Johnny Bananas. Well, I mean, he's been in like the challenge so many times. There's like a series of like there's a group of people in the challenge that make their yearly nut off like the challenge ones. But then it's like it got from like they were just kind of like you know kind of drinkers and partiers, and then you've seen them over the years and seasons like start to really take it seriously and train. But Johnny Bananas has made a lot of like really underhanded moves. And he, you know, he's done a lot of just insane gameplay in the challenge. But it's interesting because he's, I mean, he's, and I guess he's done this somewhat successfully. He has like a, uh, like some kind of TV show that's on really late nights on Saturdays, I think. And then I've now seen him. Uh, I I, I want to say like ABC or something, but it's like a, like a, a travel a one. I, 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 yeah. But then he, I I've seen him recently. He's showing up to all the Vanderpump events. 
He should. I love him because he jumps from reality star to reality star. He's dated one of the the people that were on like in Bachelor Nation, and then he Mm -hmm. also dated Juliet from Siesta Key, and that's why I know of his name. And they're like, he has a sex tape. Wait, you would love this, Kaya. He has a sex tape. He has a sex tape, and it's not impressive. It's not uh, a good, it's like one of those, it's not a good, it's one of those where it's like, oh, you know, you probably shouldn't no. want this to be out for many reasons. Thank you for saving me like two minutes. Like that, <laughs> that's, that, that definitely saddens me because me and, me and Sandra, shout out to Sandra. I hope she listens to this. Me and Sandra, we're in the DMs. I've given her a list. She's completely you're, turned out. You're Hashtag polluting her mind. You're polluting her mind. <laughs> she has watched Fatal Seduction. She is fully in. So shout out to her. Who else is on it, Mayor? Um, we have Tanisha from Bad Girls Club. She's, she's an, an icon. Woman. Yeah, she's an icon. We have is it Anfisa? Yeah, she's from 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. She's iconic as well. I think but I remember her. Make her a villain. She, I mean, well, I mean, she like, I mean, if you remember her and her partner at the time who then got busted on drug charges, but like it was okay. in, it was one of the first, it was one of the first like seasons of 90 Day Fiance. And she really was like the first person that put that show on the map in my head. So it'll, I'll really be interested to see what she's been up to actually. Okay. Then we have Johnny Fairplay, who apparently. <laughs> Survivor. Yeah. Infamous move the the dead grandma lie. Oh yeah, yeah. he's going to hell. So he deserves his fuck. Just reading that, I don't even know what it's about, but I feel like he deserves to be there. Bobby Lights from Miami. We all know Bobby Lights. Um, <laughs> he has jumped around and he is currently on Love and Hip Hop Miami, and he had his show. You know that his dating show on Zeus that was a complete mess but i wouldn't really call him a villain i would just call him someone who is thirsty but that's the cast it seems like a really good cast i can't wait to see how these people interact and it's gonna air simultaneously on bravo sci-fi which was very weird to hear about and one other network but it like shook me at sci-fi like it's just like I'm watching like what no. Star Trek, and then all of a sudden I could see stars on Mars, but yeah. Like, but, no, see, the, yes. this is what sucks about cable is like the, a cable, like the cable we grew up with, and the things that are like really like this is the Sci-Fi Channel, this is the Sundance Channel, this is the Independent Film Channel, and they've completely abandoned what the actual titles like. Independent Film Channel literally had Jurassic Park on the other day, and I was like, right. this isn't a fucking independent film. Are I you, used to you, love IFC too. Yes, you I had one job. It. You had one. It was yeah. you, the easiest job. Is 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 it an independent film? And then they're like airing. <laughs> Jurassic Park? It's like that bullshit on Bravo when they start airing like Harry Potter. And you're like, what is going, like, what do you want me to think? Like, what, I, what is the, it makes me think that it's like I said, they just don't care. They're just doing a job and they want to go home. They're like, fuck it. Let's put on Harry Potter. Everybody likes Harry Potter. And it's like, stick to what, what is the end goal? And if you're putting that shit on side, But it's like you have so much source material. Like when Bravo does that Harry Potter stuff, I'm like, Okay, when they do it during Christmas time, okay, cool, I get it. I guess people think it's a Christmas time movie, but when they do that shit in the spring, I'm like, you have so much to source from. Play Gallery Girls, play My Life on the D-List. Like, bring, you have a whole new generation of people watching Bravo because of 
the new housewives and because of Vanderpump Rules and you have Summer House, like introduce your OG stuff that some people haven't seen. You, yeah. you haven't. You own the rights to well, it. Like what's going on? I mean, MTV really is like the king of that, of like, man, I get you don't like music videos anymore, but my God, you have such a treasure trove of reality shows and you're owned by the same company as VH1 that, you know, Viacom that, or, you know, that all has those reality shows as well. You don't even dig into that. It's like, obviously it's all ridiculousness, but then MTV really screwed with my head on Friday because all of a sudden like MTV was on and I didn't even think about it at first, but I was like, there was like a, uh, there's like a Nas song on, like a Nas music video. And I was like, it's I, well, that's, but I didn't, I didn't even think about and it. I'm like, and this is what you should have been doing the whole time. Well, yes. Then I look up and I'm like, it's all music videos. And then I was like, are they messy? I was so confused <laughs> to see music videos on MTV that I was like, is this MTV three? Like, I couldn't believe that it was like, and then it was, you're right. It was 50 years of hip hop, but I'm like, do you know how nice it was? I said I had MTV on for two hours in the background. All it of these class, I was, hits. dude, I was like, like watching California Love, that Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome video, and all these. I'm like, you could just be yeah. doing this, and it, it. But how confused was I as a viewer to go, why is MTV playing music videos? Like I thought I did something right. wrong. I'm like, is this on on demand? Like how did I get here? Because <laughs> I was expecting some something completely ridiculous, like ridiculousness. Exactly. I'm tired and of the, it. Uh, they pay Rob Dudek. Like, I love Rob Dudek, but it's like, yo, know, if you love this guy like I do, can you play Robin Big? Can you play Fear Factory? Can you switch it up? If if Rob Dudek secretly brought MTV, like, why does it just have to be ridiculousness? Can and then they have a spinoff, Deliciousness, and then yeah, it's just like, it. this shit is just Wait, bullshit. But can't like, you just have the, have the ridiculousness channel? Just have ridiculous. Where you have is teen mom? That is the most <laughs> important thing. It's that's only, what that's the thing. Well, because and they have they have Jersey days with Jersey Shore. But the thing is, they don't even rerun those shows a lot. They don't. Like, I'll, they I'll go then and look for it, and they'll just be like, it's on one time, and then you have to go find it on like Paramount Plus or something. I remember like that. a time where it used to be like Teen Mom Tuesdays, and right. we would get like three to four episodes of Teen Mom in a row. And, like, and that's that was not even like, a lie, and you're grateful for it, and we don't even get mm -hmm. that. Anymore. Oh, remember True Life? True Life was like oh, if you got if you listen. if you if you if you stumbled upon a Saturday True Life marathon, your world was made. You're like, oh, perfect. I, I remember, I remember those rare occasions. I literally skipped class <laughs> to watch True Life all day, and it's, I'm not ashamed. It was that. so it was so good. Like even mm -hmm. like. Like then you had made like made was sometimes completely ridiculous. So good. And then you had next parental control. Next. Yeah, I did like a meme about next last week. Like next was last week where I was just like it was so insane. It was so ahead of its time, and you'd have people stumbling down going like I eat my own poop. Like it would be weird things. <laughs> and it was it was like really the heyday of something. But then they just gave it all up. Like they, it's like people just got so stuck in like like let's just keep airing ridiculousness i i laugh that they even have music video award nominations because i'm like who is this for at this point like do i i looked at some of the categories and i was like wait I, does this even matter like why are we still doing this like let's not even let's either cut it loose 
or you know. put money into it and bring it back. But I get, I laugh when people are still making music videos. Cause I'm like, you know, the artists are going to have to pay their music production companies money out of their shit for this music video that nobody's really going to see anymore because there's not really even a venue to show it. So you're already like spending the money for these poor artists you know, because half the time they just want recognition and they're, you know, the studio fronts the money for these music videos. And you're like, this is ridiculous. You guys are, nobody cares. We're, like that battle has been lost. It's just a, a sad, sad time. But I think that some things may be, um, I don't, well, not with MTV, but some things may be changing with like VH1 and stuff. Once like I heard that, I thought that's how the period closed the deal, but him, and Byron Allen are like battling it out for BZ and VH1, but I'm just very interested to see what's gonna happen. Um, but let's move on to our Black Excellence Award. You, Ryan, you are the guest of honor today. Mm -hmm. Who is your Black Excellence Award going to? You know, I, I, Samaj, we tied Samaj Bloodson. He told me I had to say that he was my Black Excellence Award. He's uh, <laughs> one of our listeners and he's a really nice guy. And uh, he said I had, I had to say him. So, mm -hmm. uh, oh, him, yeah. but then I was trying to think if there would be, uh, there would be another one. And I would almost, mm, you couldn't find any Black people, Ryan. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, it's so hard. It's really, it's, <laughs> So, so hard. I'm trying like, I really didn't think about this because I was like, oh, Samaj. And then I got thought, I got yeah, stuck Samaj in thinking about Lizzo. Worthy, yeah. I got thinking about Lizzo and I was like thinking about that. I said that last time. Um, wait, <laughs> there's a good one. Four black people. You know what? Samaj and Lizzo. I will say Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is my black excellent. He just celebrated his 90th birthday. Um, and I didn't get to go. There was like a big concert at the Hollywood Bowl sell, like a two night concert celebrating him. But I really? watched this Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. And this dude has had the most fascinating life. Of course, you guys like know his daughter, Rashida Jones. But like, I mean, this dude produced Thriller. He produced like his stories of how he got started. He worked with Sinatra. Like he was like a composer. He did all of these things. And to be 90 years old and to see so many. And the guy... If you interview Quincy Jones, he always says some like crazy shit. Like he'll say like, yeah. "Oh well, the aliens are a part of that." Like he's really he like, like oh, out I there. cheated on my wife because I was on coke that day, and I'm like, "Yeah, freeze. well, like, I mean, work." I like the guys that will like talk about cheating nonchalantly. Like, well, it's what you do, and you're they say it so nonchalantly that you're like, "Of course, it's what it's what everybody does." Like, but it is. He's had such an interesting, fascinating life as an artist, and I just uh, I'm like is it just made me, I was thinking about him the other day after I watched that documentary and I just thought like, can we still have, like who, who are our Quincy Jones? Who's going to have a, a 75 year career anymore in Hollywood? Can you still do that? Can you still make a mark? Like there's not going to be any more thriller albums. There's not going to be any more. We are the world's potentially there's going to be really weird things that get made fun of because of that. But it is interesting, like a time and place sort of people. I was just like the rise of the pop star, like Prince, Madonna, uh, Michael, uh, George, Michael, all, you know, Whitney Houston and all of these people there, you know, you don't, you're never going to have that again. And like these people, their lives kind of got torn apart by fame in a lot of ways. But now we have these little, everybody's like pretty famous, but not to the level that those people were. Sorry, that was Absolutely. all over the map. That was all over the map. No, no, no. that made sense. Yeah. That's things that we like 
to talk about on the pop culture episode is I I think that we might not have a Quincy Jones, but the thing is times are changing. So just like we had that whole Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston like era, before that, you know, people would say, oh, we won't have an, an era like the Sinatra era or whatever they were doing before. So as time changed, we might have great runs in like different ways. It's just not how we absorb it because we have like the new generation coming in and how they perceive things. But that is something that we always talk about is like who is going to be as like iconic as Michael Jackson, Prince and Whitney and all these people. And it's like, I get that we have a lot of good contenders and people come up in different ways, but it's just different to notice it and witness it in real time. So that was a, that was a really good one. And also shout out to Samaj. Um, I would say this. It's gonna be me. I'm actually gonna choose myself. Wow, Wow. I love that. You know what? That was close with Quincy Quincy Jones, but you were gonna be the second choice. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate that, and you know why? It's because it's my birthday week, and (laughs) we have to like. I have to celebrate that. We have to celebrate that. Um, Beyonce is also in there because the Renaissance concert is this week. Friday, I will be going. Um, oh my god! Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Ah. So I'm, I know, right? Like, it's big things like, are happening because we didn't even like. It's I knew I was going from the get go. Like I knew I would mm-hmm. get tickets. Call me cocky, but it was true. Like one of my friends were able to buy tickets when it got. Uh, release. So we had a whole, we had like four, five different people working for us. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make the fans the <laughs> pre-registration. I didn't get picked. I got the waitlist. I got waitlisted, and then I got picked. So either way, I was going, and I knew that I was going because I'm just that girl. But Aaron was like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm going to go because you know it was pretty expensive, and also like." That is my birthday week, so I don't know what I'm doing my birthday week. So I'm like, you have to go. Yeah, it's your yeah. birthday she's week. She's coming that... for yeah. your birthday. Like, she's specifically exactly. coming for Aaron. Exactly. So he's finally going, and I, I can't wait to be under the same air. We're literally going to be in the same room as Beyonce. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, you I mean, 100 people in the room, and only one person. It doesn't matter. Whatever Gaga said. Whatever Gaga said, just repeat that. I also have people in the room. a third one, and it's going to go to Krishan from Zeus Network. And the reason <laughs> I not give it to Krishan, she is wow. fighting with a baby in her stomach. She's eight. Okay, well, excluding that, I love how you failed that lie detector test because <laughs> he deserved it. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to give it to her. You um, know what, Touche? And then my other one is Yummy from Jocelyn's Cabaret because you did that, girl. Yeah. Hey, I really respect that list. Like you, I don't know. Like I don't. Five. I don't know who Jump Yummy is. Oh, Yum. Tell her who Yummy is. Okay, Yummy is from Jocelyn's Cabaret. She's a cabaret girl. Um, she's also just like just her journey. Yeah, just her journey. She's she's been on the cabaret. She's lived in her car. She's experienced a few things. She snuck natural two seasons ago. If you know who Miss Natural is, she's another 
um cabaret dancer and then uh miss natural got her lick back this season so mm-hmm. it's like we're dealing with the aftermath yeah and she um actually yeah. like after she snuck natural and she got taken away by security in her confessional like she lit her titties on fire and swung them around and it was just Hey, uh, Beth- Beth- Bethany Frankel, you try to represent these people. They look like they might need some help. They want somebody, they lit their titties on fire. Yeah, we can do something. We need the Zeus Network. So yeah, we, we need, I want, away, yes. They, far no. away, far, far away. Like, I will protest her if she even, <laughs> if she even mutters Zeus. I don't care if she's talking about the Greek god or whatever the hell is saying. Bye. Well, I only have one, and it's because I'm petty. It's Kiki Palmer. She is going to be appearing as the main girl in Usher's new video for his single boyfriend after her baby daddy wanted to go on the internet to embarrass her and say, but you're a mom, though, when she was simply enjoying Usher's concert. So if you want to be embarrassed and you want to be a bitch, I'm going to show you a bitch and I'm going to be Usher's main girl in a song called Boyfriend. I think that this played out perfectly. This is amazing PR. She always said that if she had drama with her baby daddy, she would not be talking about it on podcasts or on her Instagram. She didn't say say shit. She just put actions behind it. And I think that that's iconic. It's petty. It's memorable. It's honest. It's something that I would do. And Kiki Palmer has just been a staple in every household not just black households every household loves kiki palmer so shout out to her and shout out to moms in general go shake that ass on usher like literally a, you only I mean, live once like it, come on but it but it did lead me to believe of like how did how did they end up getting together in the first place if this guy was like this pressed about like i mean then he was probably pressed about a lot of things and that's mm-hmm. the thing you're like damn what was it like before this and kiki palmer is so strong but it does make me curious of like is there any kind of world in which this happened and there was such a response that it snapped her out of things potentially and goes this guy is bad like my feelings have been right and it potentially gave her that push that she might have needed like right. I, I don't know if that's the case or all but if he if he was that pressed about usher then you know he was probably pretty bothered about a lot of other things because that was like really who cares i mean like right. who cares like i mean it's like give it up like i mean i i get it i i don't get it at all like that to me was so laughable yeah right. it's like and then guys are like oh you'd be mad if your boyfriend did something at like a rihanna concert like no i actually wouldn't like i would love for rihanna to choose whoever i'm dating and like bring them up to the stage have a good time because they're not doing anything like crazy i think and then if if, if if it like went to the point where Rihanna stole my boyfriend, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd just be like, why him and not me? You know? Yeah. I you'd be mad a little bit. Come on. Like that's I mean, that would that's like Ariana Grande shit. Like you you still, I mean, like, come on. No, like I'd that be would be actually up. like no, I'd be actually happy because that's what I need for this podcast to reach heights. Like I need a scandal to where I can go on here yeah. and be like, oh my god, Rihanna stole my fucking boyfriend. He yeah. believe that she did it. If that girl that uh <laughs> that I mean that woman that has the baby with the guy who's a spongebob actor which is crazy to me anyways um if she had a podcast 
she would literally get so many downloads in a month that like we probably got our entire lifetime as podcasters and more. So I need a scandal for yeah. you know me to capitalize off of it. And then it would open me up. To, I would post so many thirst traps. Like it would open me up to eventually get with who I really want, which is, which is Drake. You want Drake? Yeah. Drake, Drake. is so corny. Oh my God. and that's that's me saying that like that is like like half the time it's like when i see like i've seen him in concert a couple times and it's literally just a monologue it's a monologue interspersed with like 20 seconds of a song and then i'll be like oh that's great that's great anyways you know it's crazy like it's like it's why the drake stuff cracks me up like and the way that the clips of his concert like currently like when they thought it was a hologram but it was a real person it was just a lookalike like i saw clips of his concert and it's like just drake running around in circles like running through the six with my wolf yeah are you paying money to see this and i was like yes and i'm a sick beside him like that's my man yeah, I saw him in Philly once at like Made in America Music Festival. And he was just, he just kept, you know, he would do 20 seconds of a song and then he would toast the audience with Patron. He'd like, we got a drink to get. And it was like, oh, fun. But that after the 30th time he did it, I was like, I would just love a full song. Was he I playing love... Passion Fruit though? No, this was, this was pre-Passion Fruit. Um, well, this well, is pre-Passion yeah. Fruit. I can't. Yeah. Aaron, would you like to add anything? No, that's that's it. That's all. That's all for that. Greg, if you hear this, I'm gonna be I support it. Like I'm here Thank for you. Because Ryan does it. Um, no, I just think it's all. I mean, like, listen, the guy is obviously great at ever. Like he's. I, I just find it very interesting what Drake how, like his whole like. That's what I, I would love to see his day. Like I want to see his mtv cribs documentary of like how he wakes up. What's the actuality of a Drake day? Like what is when does he talk to his son each day? What is he, what's his conversations with his mom? Like the, you know, like, we, like I'm very yeah. honest about it. Like when he does bitch shit, I like oh, such a bitch, but it doesn't stop the attraction. And that's real love. Uh, that is, so that's move, true. Love. <laughs> let's move on to. Wait, hey, wait, he liked, he liked Tory Lane's post the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, I like Tory Lane's post oh, about, what about you know, him literally talking about how he's innocent. He's not yeah, sorry still, for anything. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's got Drake like that. Like Drake has weird, he that. makes some weird choices, like still continually hanging around Tristan Thompson. Like there's some really weird well, choices that Tristan Drake Thompson makes. What did Tristan do to him? That's the question. I just think he's bad news, man. I think he's bad news. And then it leads me to believe that you're bad news too. On top of that, um, <laughs> is Chloe bad news? Because Chloe is still fucking him. So what are we talking that, about? Yeah, Clo- dude, it's, that's what Chloe's job is, to be a professional clown 24-7 for Tristan. Like, tr- <laughs> like that's how they both get off, is Tristan gets off making her look like a clown and Chloe gets off looking like a clown. I do that's think she likes both- that. I think that's hot to her. Well, now it is. I think I, I. I don't think it. I don't think it started that way. But now I think she genuinely yeah, is like, like a secret I, like, I like feeling that. To be then she gets, but I she do think that when you're in a certain tax bracket, it's easier to fall into that because you don't have any other worries. But like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, only meet an everyday person like myself. I'm like, I can't be struggling and deal with this. Like, no, <laughs> I have to pick one. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did you That's see that? Did, like, go ahead. No, did you see that girl? Um, 
that played Puxitani on Orange is the New Black. Oh, make that video. His, she was I like, she was like, butthole. I'm cheating with a man who's married and I lick his butthole and he he likes it and I don't mind doing it. And like did this whole video on Instagram yes. in her car. It was very disturbing. But the whole time, like anytime, like obviously she's going through potentially a mental health crisis. But even when that, like all being said, I'm still like looking around and I'm like, damn, she's got like nice leather seats. Like, you know, it's like even right. with that, they're like driving a better car than I am. Like, I know that's yeah. not what you think. But she's she sitting there going time. like, she was like, I was like, buying him a boat and he has a wife, but I hate that bitch. And I'm like, what do you mean? These are rich people problems. And I cannot right. wait to be rich so I can have similar problems. Like, but it's but like, like if it, do you not have any other friends that are like, hey, you look stupid? You know, but it's, like, it's one thing, like the guy, the guy that's getting his butt look, licked, like, congratulations, but obviously he's married. <laughs> But then it's it's that one thing of like what what happens now with that guy? Is that guy like uh hey man, um I was alerted to your video. I would prefer if you didn't speak about me liking to get my ass licked. Uh I'd like you to keep doing it, but it's like I mean it's just so interesting that this world takes all kinds of people. Like it is just there's it takes a lot to shock me anymore. But that I was like, wow, like that stayed up on her Instagram for a while. What are you doing? And they probably went to Hagen Dawes like right after. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> she apologized. Just a, um, a mouthful recently. of ass and like <laughs> a scoop of Java chip. Okay. <laughs> Some Jamoka. Is that Baskin Robbins? Yeah, that's Robbins. one of them. Job. Um, he, even so... Brit, even Brittany watched that and was like, "That's too far. It's too much. It's too much." <laughs> Brittany with her pole, like, what is going she, she on? She was she was so happy. She got a, like a pole in her little like dance foyer, and like she was so happy about that. And I I think that's you know even with Brittany, it's like we just accept like that's Brittany, like that's whatever wherever you find your bliss. Who's who, what are we to say? But Brittany's not on there talking about eating ass. Because maybe Brittany don't eat ass, but if she did, maybe she would be yeah. telling us. Yeah, maybe she just doesn't want to talk about that. And also, do yeah. you want somebody to eat your ass that is so public about eating ass? Like, that's the other thing is like, I, is that the thing too of like, if you could choose like, I'll eat your ass, but I'm going to have to talk about it online. I'm going to have to talk about it <laughs> online. And that's the one of the rules before I do this. Decline to comment. Um, but Jersey Shore family vacation. Ah, that Shore. is back. We talked about great, the first great solid segue. Week. Solid segue. I love that. We are in PR, baby. Baby, we are not switching on ourselves. Um, you know, we had the second episode that premiered. We talked about the first one last week. Sammy is back in the mix. Angelina brought her back in the mix. Sammy finally walked in, and everyone was completely shock shook into their core because it's been years since she's interacted with any of them i know that it has been um brought up many times anytime that they do a podcast or interview they're always like when is sammy coming back and even sammy herself like she said she has never bad mouthed the reboot she just didn't want to be on there because she was in a different space now she's in a better space and she's at the, at the point where she can come back and um and be okay with who's there in the cast i think that angelina is very disappointed because it didn't go the way that she wanted it to go because the <laughs> half the cast hates angelina and i understand why she is so fucking annoying 
um, she felt that she was having an ally on her side to do her dirty work and all this stuff. But in reality, most of them were like, oh my God, welcome back, finally. I yeah. do think that with certain people, it might be half-assed and not really genuine. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not really a genuine welcome yeah. back. But with other people, they were actually glad to see her because ever since Ron left the show, and now we don't even see Nikki anymore because I believe Angelina has a lot to do with that. Um, it's been kind of boring. It's like, okay, we get it. You're having a baby and what? Um, so what did you guys think about the second episode? Did you like it? What do you think about Sammy's return? Who do you think is being genuine and not genuine? I mean, I, 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 I love it. Like I, I, I dip in and out of Jersey shore, but I watched this because I was excited about Sammy coming back. And, you know, the only thing I didn't understand about Sammy was that, like, I get that you didn't want to do the show, but then she also unfollowed them on, like, Facebook and stuff. And that was the thing that I was like, that would piss me off. Like, I, if I was one of those cast members and I found that out, I'd be like, it's cool you don't want to do the show, but then you're unfollowing me. Like, that, to me, is a little weird because, like, you can mute people. You can, like, you know, that's such a bolt, like, an extreme move. But, um, yeah. listen, money will always, like, win at the end of the day. Like, Sammy is going to get hers hopefully True. finally now and i think they're all genuinely shocked but also i think what the jersey short cast gets that a lot of other people don't is that they they are stronger together and i think even they realize well shit this show is stronger with her on it no matter all the personal feelings aside um so i think it was great but like it is funny how it doesn't work out for angelina because they had sammy with her in the first episode she was the only one that knew that sammy was going to come back but then like sammy is just so unlikable that even that doesn't work out for angelina like angelina has made a decent living out of just being completely unliked by most everybody except on the yeah. except when uh what's his name wants to like flirt with her you know and what's so crazy yeah. is Vinny, yeah. angelina's ass wouldn't even be back if sammy had came back in the first place yeah let's exactly. just say what oh, it is she would is not she Tell would me. not be back that the only reason they brought her back is because it's like it's fun you want to see like what she's up to now she has a new face you know, yeah, it's a, her yeah, face. I'm by sure. the way, I was, I was like, I got caught staring at her face on one of the episodes, and it is uh, Angelina's face. Like it is, yeah. It's like it. It looks, you know, it, it looks like, you know, it looks like a Renesa May Cullen. Yeah, it's like, like it doesn't weird, look like it looks. It doesn't look real. Like it looks fine. Like it like looks CGI. Good. Yeah, it's like something. It's just really odd. <laughs> It does. It gives me Renesme Cullen for sure. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Renesme. Stop saying Renesme Cullen. You don't think please. so? <laughs> <laughs> Angelina has been recasted by Renesme. But I also want to know why does it take them so long to get into the stuff that we want to see? It's I like because they, they know they don't have enough to like. Yes, that's that, like they'll be like after the next commercial break. Da, 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 like she like, cannot be in the car this long. Like I don't, I don't think they have enough like actual it's meat. Too much. They don't have enough yeah. meat on these storylines, so they're like, you know, and they they can't like they can't bring you know Ron in a full scene with him, like have play that out. Like so, I don't know. It's a really weird show. I it's can like, already tell based on the the trailer that they have because it's literally. 
the trailer is about maybe four to five episodes. And I'm like, so where's that? And, and the Sammy stuff, I was trying to clock if she was in a lot of the trailer. Yeah. I didn't see her in a lot of the She's trailer, not. like the stuff with like hanging out with Snooki and um, what, like I, I didn't notice Sammy with. They like, keep Snooki connecting the same clips of her from like the first two episodes and then they throw them in. So you kind of think that she's there, but she, why does she have on the same outfit? There's no like, shame. Okay, Sammy's back, but then she was like, I don't know if I'm going to go back or. She's like, I don't know if I'm here to stay or like, <laughs> you know, in this house. And she's like, well, I unfollowed you because you got the beach store and I just thought that um, I, I had a beach store. You know, you had the smoothie shop and you had the same things, but I have a beach store. And I'm just like, girl. <laughs> it's an amazing imitation. Yeah. But did she lie? She made points. She made points because Vinny was like, you better be careful. Don't tell her where you live because she might open up another location. Like, <laughs> and when he said that, I died because I'm like, how did Snooky not get pissed off at that? Because that was a read. Like, <laughs> well, it, it's because she knows that Vinny was joking because he always straddles the fence. He's mm -hmm. never on anyone's side. Because I like, unlike YouTube, I don't have a life. This is my life. So I watch every single episode of Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and I will to be the first to tell you about it. He straddles the fence on every single big thing, whether it's Ronnie, whether it's the fight between um, Jay Wow and the situation. Like he always. I get it though, because at the same time, he's like, I want to stay on the show. And I want everybody to be good. But also, I think it's how you come up in the but, show. Like when Vinny came in the show, he was on the outside of GTL. Like, yeah. remember, he was that not the guy that was like tan. He was not the guy that was super buff. He was not the guy. Like, so they all liked him. And like, he had like formed his own relationships. But GTL initially was those three, like, you know, the three initial dudes that he was a part of. So I think he like he's always kind of like that little bit of an outsider. Yeah. Yeah, but also it's like how many seasons is it going to be about you, you being keto and doing a magic mind show? <laughs> He's like, I'm a chef. Like, you know, like so how many how many new clubs, like how many new Vegas or uh, Atlantic City residencies do we have to live through with? And that's the thing, they're like they're stronger together, but they realize there's so minimal actual going on in their lives. Right. Because that it's... Polly has no drama. Polly's all about positivity. The one time that he had drama was with him Aubrey and Nikki. And Nikki. <laughs> oh yeah, Audrey O'Day. But like on this show, when he, which is last season, which is why Nikki hasn't been on there. I don't care. She didn't confirm it. No one spoke on it. But when him and Nikki got into that fight with Angelina, that was the first time that he actually showed emotion and that he was actually pissed off about what was going on. And then the next season, Nikki was not on that show because Polly does not play. He doesn't even talk about his daughter. He literally just just there to like play music, show. play music, put gel in his hair and collect that check. Vinny is all about yeah. being a keto guido. Like, okay, I get it. Unblur the blur if you really want me to talk about something. Like, unblur your area so I can see what's going on. Since you want but to the thing is, so it's like if we don't get that, then we're just going to go back to his mom's kitchen. And yeah, we're just going to see her pull out uncle. lasagna and shit. And she's like, yeah, do you like want me to you want me to heat See, it up in the stove? 
this show exists solely on our good memories of the initial iteration of the show. Like that's, that's why we, I mean, cause they truly, that's why it's family vacation. They really are. reality show. show. Yeah. They're reality show family to us. So they don't truly have to do anything and they know that, but it I'll would be it. not, it would be nice. And usually what will happen yeah. is that something will happen by accident, just like Scandaval. And luckily the cameras will potentially be there. Well, when they first came back, I will say that they had stuff going on. Because oh, that was great. Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. Yeah. Like, and then Ronnie right. got too wild. Ron, Ronnie had to get his ass to rehab. And, and situa- now, <laughs> situation eating everything. This is, and not only that, but he was going to jail. So they had a storyline for two good seasons. Then after that, it was just like, okay, the situation did like, what, 10 days in prison. And now everything's good again. And Snooki so, back. And they really dropped, stretched that out. story. Yeah. Like ten days in a prison. <laughs> wait, no, like, wait, wait, no. It was more than ten days, wasn't it? Oh my god, we were joking around, like, but like it was, it was maybe like what a year, maybe yeah. less than a year, because he made it had to be less. from the fire. No, because remember, like I remember, he got all ripped. He got all ripped again. He lost the weight in prison. And he was talking about how he made friends with a guy from the fire festival. He went to he went to camp. He yeah, Bi- to Bi- Billy McFarland. Yeah, like people were dying. What like, a time. But uh, I like it. The show is doing good. Yeah, it was a good show. Getting, yeah, it was a good ass show. I want y'all to tune in. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, we're gonna skip stars on Mars right now because I really want to get into you know being cognizant of time and stuff. I don't want to waste y'all's time, and I also don't want to go over Ryan's time because we're gonna have him on the Patreon. So mm-hmm. I want to get into this Mattel movie lineup. Aaron, can you help me tell the people what Mattel is coming out with? I know that they casted the poly of, off the back of Barbie, obviously. And I think that, who was it? Um, the guy from the guy from WandaVision, he was like, you guys are missing the point. Barbie wasn't good because it was about Barbie. Barbie was good for women. And I'm like, exactly. But they are having uh, Randall Park, that's his name. Um, they are like doing all these movies based on the Mattel brands. Yes. And the first one obviously is Barney. And we talked about that on the Blow Pod. Me and Jay, shout out to Blow Pod. Go listen to that if you like uh, good stuff. Um, and did, they, wait, did our did our episode come out of that? It came out on Friday. You never sent me the image or whatever. I didn't. You didn't text me that it was out. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I'll text it to you now. Okay. Okay. You you mentioned it in your um in our appearance on your show, so I was like, okay, good. Uh, but it's out, you know. I put stuff out usually every week. I usually I try to have guests because I don't really like talking to myself publicly. Um, we talked a little bit about Barney. Me and Jay shout out to Jay, love him. Um, Polly Pocket. It was been like announced that Lily Collins from Emily and Patty, and I love saying Paris like that. <laughs> even when i say can y'all play niggas and fatty they're like what and i'm like you know the song niggas and fatty um but lily collins lily collins is playing Polly pocket and i know that aaron has to be excited because he asked me after barbie is there going to be a Polly pocket i would have preferred a live action i'll be quite honest is it action? not this it's is live action? I thought I thought it was animated. It's not. It's it's live action. 
Because they said Lily Collins is playing her. So I don't think they said Lily Collins is voice. No, it's live action. Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm like, if, if it's animated, keep that shit. Because I see an animated picture and I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't like the, how that looks. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's live action. It's going to be Lily Collins. I recently learned that Lily Collins was... <laughs> I, I hate having like a music pro <laughs> here with us, but I recently learned that she was Phil Collins' daughter, and I know yeah. that Ryan is gonna be like, "Bitch, you should have been known that." Um, but yeah, that's so dope. Like, shout out to Phil Collins for literally going so hard on the Tarzan um soundtrack. Like, that really is. Oh, that's his daughter. Mine. Yes, oh my God. Uh, that's his daughter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 We also have um Major Matt Mason. Who is that? I don't know. I've never heard of Major Matt Mason. It's like a, yeah, it's like a like an army guy, right? Like I read this article, but it, it's it's a very it was like a discontinued toy. It was like a All I right. think I think Tom Hanks is doing that one. Yeah, Tom Hanks is gonna do it. We have Big Jim. Who is that? Who's the leader of community of every action? He's another action figure. What the hell are you reading from? Developed by Dan Mazur. No, no, no. I seen the Vulture article. Read from that one because now I'm I'm confused. Got is it? Is it? Okay, we have to hold on, y'all, because this is real and my phone literally just died. (laughs) So that's why we have to go to Vulture. Go to Vulture. And the article is called "What Else Is in Mattel?" Okay, I see, I see, I see. Um, Bob the Builder. I love Bob the Builder. Okay, is this live action? I don't know. It just says someone has written a script for it, and uh, make it live action. (laughs) Make every single one live action. Live action. I want to see that. Um, We also have Uno. There's rumors of Lil Yachty being in line to star in the Why film. Why do we okay. uh, recast that and make it live action? Actually, Hot Wheels. That. Hot, Wheels Wait, JJ, JJ, Hot Wheels is JJ JJ. Hot Wheels is JJ Abrams. Yeah, he's a big deal. I think he's a dude. How the hell like, are you gonna talk about a, a Uno movie? What is that even gonna be? What do be? you mean? I mean? It's it can center around the arguments in the black community around playing Uno. You know that we make our own rules. Like if they make it like a hood Uno movie, that shit would be busted. Oh. But if they make it a regular like Barbie type movie, it would be terrible. It would be kind of weird. Uh, okay, yeah. so Hot Wheels is JJ Abrams. Uh, Gracie Abrams' dad. I don't know who Gracie Abrams is. Um, sure. Go, Gracie Abrams be... open up for Taylor Swift on the Eras tour for a lot of it. Oh. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Emotional and grounded and gritty. I don't know how you're going to make a hot, a hot Wheels movie. Emotional, grounded, and gritty. Um, Magic Eight because Ball. it gets so... real. Like Hot Wheels, people die. Like things happen. <laughs> How are you more passionate about the Hot Wheels movie than the Uno movie? When oh, Uno because I played, I had a whole Hot Wheels set. Like I grew mm-hmm. up. You're a boy, so that's why I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Uno, Uno would be great if it was like, like an actual like gritty drama about a serial killer that left Uno cards around. They can do it like um, 
what was that the girl with the the face the one about chess on netflix oh queen's gambit right now make it queen's gambit oh. style and just have someone oh, uh, pro- oh a, a professional like a, a professional gifted uno player yeah exactly thank you you're welcome actually give me 10 percent of the profit you're welcome yeah. then we have uh magic eight ball now this is one that i'm excited about because simply because they're playing on the fact of an eight ball you know when someone orders an eight ball usually means cocaine um and this is going to be written by the cocaine bear writer and i just feel like cinema is back because cocaine bear was just so unneeded so stupid so toxic such a waste of money but that means that hollywood has money to waste and i'm here for it Magic Eight Ball could definitely, especially if they turn it into like a a party movie or like a very stressful kind of like a Twenty One and Over in that one movie that everyone was watching when we were in high school and they would try to recreate that party. I forgot what it was about, but it was like a Project party X. Movie. Project X. If they do a yeah. Project X style, that would be lit. Yeah. Uh, Thomas and Friends. We already know. Thomas yes. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, that's a strong reaction. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Action, Thomas, I, I needed it. That guy like, gets his ass licked. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas the train. <laughs> he gets his caboose licked. Um, okay, American Whoa. Girl Dolls. I don't give a fuck about these. Bitches. Olivia Rodrigo. She. They said that she already had one. So. Mm. Yeah, bass fishing. Th- yeah, I don't. I've never heard of bass fishing and don't know what that is. Rock'em sock'em um, robots. I know that one because I used to beat the shit out of my nephew with rock'em sock'em. Um, that was fun. I would. I guess that they could turn that into kind of maybe like that one movie that Eminem like did the soundtrack for, and it was all about like boxing. I oh, forgot what yeah. it was, but it could be like a boxing based. Oh, the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah, that Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah. He Man and She Ra. Now that sounds like some you know superhero Avengers level type shit. So that sounds like it could be exciting. Boglins. Uh, don't know what that is, so I can't <laughs> comment. <laughs> like, never heard of it. And, and then Matchbox, Matchbox cars. cars. I don't know what that is either, but I know Matchbox Twenty. So shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That Barney movie though is going to be something like that. I need to see. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Daniel Kaluuya, and and it's supposed to be like all weird and like trippy. I, I'm yeah. down for that. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, give me. And I know it's that. just going to be like really quiet. That's the thing. It's going to be really weird and quiet, and that's why it's so scary. You're thinking like Jordan Peele style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, no. That's how I'm imagining it. Like, you remember when the monkey came on set and, like, started acting a damn fool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I imagine. It was quiet as hell in that room. Like, really quiet. <laughs> so... Yeah, y'all. So that's the those are the movies. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ryan, we have been following your journey for a 
long time. We met you in 2020. You were the first like huge podcast to have us on, and we are forever grateful for that. And now we like we become friends. I'll text you anytime someone dies, and also any anytime I'm like, oh, what, what the fuck? So, what can we expect from you? Uh, in these next couple of months, maybe it's guests, maybe it's going on shows, maybe it's doing something different. Uh, let us let us know where to find you. Uh, yeah, just so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Subscribe so anything that happens to the show, you'll find out there first. Of course, obviously with the Instagram. I think uh, in terms of like the hmm, there will be some changes to the show and I'm trying to still work some of those out in my head. Um, and it's not going to be like a, a complete revamp or a deviation from everything, but it's trying to really kind of really get more into why we love the pop culture that we do on top of reality. It's, it's, it's gonna, it's guys, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. The only thing that I guess you know, I guess it'll be interesting. I'm just really curious how I will be these next couple of months. So the mm -hmm. show will always be the same. Like how mm -hmm. I am in the show will be interesting and it'll be interesting. I just, we yeah. We love you and we're on the journey yeah. with you. And yeah, I think, I, I think I'm the wild, I think I'm the wild card at this point of I'm uh -huh. curious to how I will be this next little bit of time, you know? It so will be we'll with see. you. Yeah. every step of yeah. the way and like just don't worry and if you ever need us back on the show or even just to host the show if you don't feel like we'll see it yeah you know what there was there, there was that thought i was having the other day of um if i can't uh i might need fill in people here in a bit and i i don't know i, I there's a lot of stuff that are, there's a question mark and so many things yeah. are happening like it is for all of us but it, it is mm -hmm. interesting because uh yeah, the, the podcast is like the one constant in my life. And can you tell people your Patreon? Uh... Yeah, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Full recaps of Roni over there. I just did like an hour and a half one yesterday. And we'll do a Q&A episode, I think, by the end of the week. We do one live uh, one that everybody can join once a month. But we had like three episodes that didn't make it to the main feed just last week on the the Patreon alone. Guys, so he has over like 400 videos of like... Yeah, there's a crazy... The yeah, yeah. I mean, those are like... I had like I did a full season of like NYC prep. Uh, I did a full season of like... There's like full seasons of Potomac over there. I did recaps. Like that's been going on for a cut like three years now. So there's tons of shit over there that I don't even know. Like it's, it's, it's gotta be wild to dig through that. Yes. And mm -hmm. if you're a new listener from either our interview with Dana or our spot on Ryan's show, thank you for listening to us. Please continue to support us. Please give us five stars. And um, the last question that I want to leave Ryan with is how did you like married to medicine? You said that you started it, right? I, I started it. I've only gotten like seven episodes in. Yeah. And then, so and I then, want you guys and then, and then Scandaval happened. Yeah. No, 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 no. He hasn't watched Mary to Medicine. I watched the first, you, you can look at my account. I've watched the first seven episodes and then I fell off. And, okay. How did you feel about the first seven episodes? I liked it, but it was one of those things that it's, it didn't, it didn't grab me yet. Like it, it I, I get it. I thought I got yeah. it. But like I understand, but I also am watching it under the uh, 
premise that everybody says it's the best show on Bravo. So it's hard to have that. And then you're like this, and then you're watching a bunch of other Bravo. So you're like, when does it click? It's like that point of a book when you're like, I keep reading. I hope it clicks in soon. And then it doesn't click in. Quad starts her doggy doggy clothing line. That's when everything starts to click. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's when you'll see, you'll realize like, wow, this is a really good show. And then Dr. Heavenly comes in. That's when every when that's when all the magic really starts to happen. 